to make you feel better that they're okay. Okay, the turkeys you're eating. Um, just a second. Here we go. See, there is turkey heaven. See, there they are. Those are the turkeys you had. So um, they are so good. They are with Jesus now. It's all good. They have their new heavenly bodies. <laughs> it's all cool. This is, um, this is bunny heaven. So no matter what animals have gone on before you, there's a place for them. It's all good. Here's, uh, oh, this is kitty heaven. Um, there's, there is doggy heaven. Yeah, there's the Lord playing with them. Unless, but some dogs are in a different place of doggy heaven. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got to read this to you. So this is Ronald McDonald up to um, the pearly gates with a cow as an angel. We usually admit people that dedicate their lives to others, but I'm afraid that in your case, billions and billions served isn't quite what we had in mind. <laughs> Poor Ronald. Um, all right, but I got to end with this one because this is, this is the way it really is. This is Jesus saying, I've tried to explain that he's going to be with me forever, but he just doesn't get it. Isn't that cool? Taking a picture with Jesus, you know, anyway. All right. See, that's for real now. That's for real. So, um, oh, the turkeys, all of them were real. All of them. Russ was real. Um, I want to, I want to remind you of something that, each one of you in this room, you were born exactly the way the father wanted with all the qualities he picked out for you. You were born exactly in the time in history that he wanted you alive. You were born right now in this time, in this place for his purposes, but not just to kind of, you know, meander and hopefully do something that was significant. No, he has plans all on the way for you to be significant. And, and he made you just the way he did for the way he's going to use you in this time in history. It's very orchestrated, right? So you are a massively blessed son or daughter of the king. Just, you just are. Okay, just say, I'm massively blessed. Okay, I think maybe a quarter of you said that. I am massively blessed. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're with me. You are massively blessed. So now this is, this is you right here. This is from Psalm 139. You are beautiful. Even you guys. You're beautiful because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's Psalm 139. Fearfully, wonderfully made. God, God crafted you in... I mean, honestly, when, when, even when Adam was made, right, the angels were, they were like, what, what God, you did what? That's amazing. And he and the angels still do that over every single one of you, every single one of you. Now something happens along the way, um, cause we were all born that way, but probably not everybody in this room feels that way. Certainly you don't feel that way all the time. You don't feel like you're super special, like you're born in this time, in this place. So what, what happened along the way? This is a, a real visual of what happened along the way. Um, yeah, this is like 
an image that's hard to put up there, but I, I think it speaks volumes. So those that are just listening on podcasts, it's just a, a young lady crouched in a corner with all kinds of awful words around her. And this is what happens along life is, is that I bet you, you know, I know you can't read all the words and some of you don't even want to, and that's cool. But most of you heard some, if not most of those words at different times in your life. A lot of times, sometimes even at home, sometimes at school where people bullied you or said awful, nasty things about you. And, and along the way, you start getting worn down and you start to not believe how amazing you are. Um, check this out. Um, these are just some, some really famous people who had some of those similar experiences. Isaac Newton did poorly in grade school and was considered unpromising. When Thomas Edison was a youngster, his teacher told him he was too stupid to learn anything. He was counseled to go into a field where he might succeed by virtue of his pleasant personality. Well, at least, at least that was nice to say about him. And a, a newspaper editor fired Walt Disney because he lacked imagination and had no original ideas. <laughs> but they didn't stay knocked down, did they? Because... Everybody in this room, everyone in this room has been cursed at different times by awful things said about us, by people who did not have our best, who didn't see what God saw in you. Every single person in this room has that same commonality. And yet, look at these people that rose above. So God certainly isn't going to um, allow us to stay, you know, in that awful place. Um, tonight, I want to I wanna use... Um, some a, a clip of some uh, of a movie that most of you are very familiar with, and uh, I want to use this as an illustration for each one of us to see how it is that even though um, we get knocked around a bit, what God intends through it, and how we are going to rise up to uh, use the gifts that God's given to us. So we're going to start with. Um, I'm going to start, this, the, the clips are of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, of course, the original version, because what other version is there, right? So, um, <laughs> um, but as you all well know, Rudolph was, uh, you know, very misunderstood, very teased. When he was first born, I don't know if you have watched this video this year yet or not, you know, on TV. But when he was first born, his parents were like, oh, he's beautiful, he's amazing. And, uh, and then kind of early on, you know, when his nose started shining, um, even his dad right away had problems with it. And he was the one that covered it up with mud. Sometimes, sometimes it really is even our own parents or those closest to us who say some of the hurtful things that actually um, do the most damage. Now, I, I want to... Before we even show the clips, I want to tell you right away that um, on the one hand, ignoring things like that isn't really going to help you. Um, just to pretend they didn't exist, to keep shoving them down, that's not going to help you. On the other hand, um, feeling like a victim and like there's no way out and it, you know, you're in a horrible place and you'll always be there, that's not going to help you either. So um, what God has intended is for us to be realistic. Yeah, these things happen that hurt to get healing. And to soar into, into who you are, into your destiny. That nothing, his promises, his covenant promises, nothing is going to hold you back. 
But here's uh, Rudolph um, around with his friends and some of the ridicule he got. So, poor Rudolph. Everyone's saying, aww. Because, honestly, we see things like that, and, and it's not fun to watch. Um, we don't like it when it happens. We certainly didn't like it when it happened to us. Here's another thing that's, I, I bet you it's true, is that also every single one of us has been on the other side of this. Usually, for most of us, that's when we were a lot younger. And because of our own pain, we said really nasty things to other people. So by the grace of God, we don't have to stay in that damaged place. And you also don't have to live in the, the guilt of the past of when you've said things to others. I, I'll tell you a really quick story. This was unplanned, but I just remembered it is uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I, I did, you know, a really mean thing to somebody, to, to another uh, student who was, who had been a friend of mine, but as, as sometimes happens in groups, suddenly uh, a group will decide that someone isn't cool enough and shouldn't be in your group. And, and we did some mean things to actually what we did is we told him we were going to be in one lunch period and he picked that one. And then we all did the other lunch period without telling him. Now that's awful. Um, and as, as, you know, at the time we felt bad about it, but it really was what we wanted to do. Uh, we didn't want him to be with us. And then many years later, when God starts getting a hold of my heart, you know, about his love and about what what life is about and about, you know, um, raising people up, lifting him up, not cutting him down. I thought about this guy and it really, it really started bothering me. You may have similar things like that. You certainly can pray for them, even if you don't know where they are is pray for them, you know, pray the Lord blesses them. And, um, but in this case, I actually, and this was actually before Facebook and all the social media stuff, I actually did find out where he was just, just on the internet and emailed him and some, I don't know what it was, 20, 30 years later, I actually wrote to him and told him how sorry I was and that it was, you know, not, that was a, not a good thing. And, you know, that now I knew the Lord and knew that this wasn't, this wasn't good. And anyway, just apologized for any pain I'd caused him through that. And he wrote a very cool letter back saying he also, um, he's not a Christian, but a very spiritual person. And he, um, just shared, you know what, um, God used it all. And, you know, it was all for good basically is what he said in return. So anyway, just sharing that story with you because, because not only, like I said, not only do we, do we receive sometimes the negative things, sometimes we've given them out. And our part is to go before the Lord, let him deal with our hearts and where we can, we try to make things right. If we have the opportunity to do that. Um, now also in this story, um, Herbie, remember Herbie, the, the, the elf, um, who didn't want to be an elf. He wanted to be a dentist. That was his dream. So here's Herbie. Herbie! Aren't you finished painting that yet? There's a pile up a mile wide behind you. What's eating you, boy? Not happy in my work, I guess. What? 
I just don't like to make toys. No, well, if that's all... What? You don't like to make toys? No. Herbie doesn't like to make toys. 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 Toys? Shame on you. Do you mind telling me what you do want to do? Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a, a dentist. A dentist? Well, we need one. All right, so there's Herbie. He got, he had the, uh, oh, cool. Some of the older kids are coming back to see some of the clips. Um, so, so um, Herbie had a dream. He finally had the, the guts to put it out there and then just got ridiculed. Many of us, sometimes it isn't all about what people have said about us personally. Sometimes it's been about the dreams. And we've shared them, we've put it out there, and it gets laughed at or ridiculed. Or, all, or people will start to tell you all the reasons why that's not going to happen. And so those start getting um, torn down. However, we were meant to dream. And Herbie had a dream, and he, as you'll see in this movie, he hangs on to that dream. Um, but this is a quote from Rich Oliver. He just sent it out on Facebook, I think today. God has made you a dreamer like himself, for you were created in his likeness and image. Being a dreamer is your God nature in Christ Jesus. So you are no little person in your spirit. God has made you a dreamer so that you would be uh, not be hopeless, but live an extraordinary life. Dreamers are people who can see things that others cannot see, and they are the most powerful people on the earth. Would you all just repeat after me, I am a dreamer? See, that's not a negative thing. Sometimes people in your life have told you, oh, you're a dreamer, your head's in the cloud, you know, you're so heavenly minded, you know, earthly good, whatever. There might be different ways that people tell you that. But I'm here to give you permission to dream again. You are a dreamer by nature. Now, we all do that in different ways, but that's okay. But you are a dreamer by nature. You've got, you've got some things that you know you were born to do. And if you don't do those things, you start dying on the inside. You know, you don't, I understand that not always will we have employment that is exactly in line with, let's just say, the ideal job we'd want to have right now. I understand that's, that's true, but you can still take steps towards the dreams you have. The dreams you have may or may not have anything to do with your employment. It may be things that you're doing on the side with other things. But what I want to tell you is keep going after your dreams. Some of you, you're going to be shocked that the dreams that you had, and some of you left those dreams because they seemed like they were so far away and people knocked them away from your hands. Uh, some of you, if you'll keep holding on to those and when God says so, if you'll keep taking a step here and there towards it, you watch what happens. Some of you, 10, 15 years from now, you're going to be doing this thing that you thought was God, God long since forgot about. He, he hears your dreams. He hears the cries of your heart. He made you the way he made you. He knows what's that fire in burning inside of you. So I'm here to stoke the flames again of the fires inside of you, of the flames of the passion inside of you, because that's what you were made for. All right? I give you permission to dream again. I have, would you say this? I have God's permission to dream again. Come on. 
You do. You do, you do, you do. And as the Holy Spirit helps you, take some steps. They may not seem like much at first. Call somebody. Get on the internet and check something out. Take some steps and watch what God does. I won't share the long story because I've shared it before, but writing the book that I wrote, that was a huge project. Years. And there were a lot of things about the book world I knew nothing about. But as I took the steps, at just the right time, the next person would always be right there. He would bring them into the picture right when I needed them because I was taking the steps towards my dream. So keep going after it, all right? All right, so um, you were born a dream. And um, so Rudolph gets ridiculed, right? And Herbie... Gets his dreams uh, laughed away. And so the two of them, each one of them, go wandering off kind of sad because that's often what happens. When we get started getting beat up, most of us like to retreat to ourselves. And then, of course, this is what happens. Oh, is this your snowbank? No. Who are you? Well, actually, I am a dentist. A dentist? Well, I want to be someday. Right now, I'm just an elf. But I don't need anybody. I'm... I'm independent. Yeah? Me too. I'm... whatever you said. Independent. Hey, what do you say we both be independent together, huh? You wouldn't mind my red nose? Not if you don't mind me being a dentist. It's a deal. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter? Okay, it's a long song. I just gave you a little taste of it. Anytime you're bummed that I cut the movie, go home and watch it, okay? All right. It's free on YouTube anyway, okay? Uh, yes, <laughs> everything's on YouTube. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that a great line? Let's be independent together. I, that is just the best line in the whole movie right there. Um, but you know, there is something about that. Okay, we're, we're even in a place like this where we're all gathered. Let me tell you, a lot of us, all of us are bringing different kinds of wounds to the, to the table, to the family. And there's parts of us that really want to hide, and there's parts of us that really want to run, and at times we really just want to be by ourselves. I just, just me, let's just, me and Jesus, Jesus, just you and me, just you and me, nobody else, nobody, nobody. And he says, well, you know what, that's awesome, me and you is awesome, but this is really what I came to heal. I came to heal, I came to bring love, not just this way, but love this way. And, um, And so, but at least with these guys, what, in a sense, to me, what this speaks about, it's like, okay, I, I'm, I'm wounded, you're wounded, let's be wounded together. Let's figure this out together. Let's, let's not keep cutting and separating, because that's what pain does. I don't know if you figure this out yet. Why Christians keep running away from each other is mostly because of our pain. And because at points when we don't want to deal with it, because something just rises too much, we're like, ah, I'm out of here. Um, but but in a kind of silly, funny way, let's be independent together um, because we got a journey on. So they, the two of them decided they were going on a journey together and they actually learned quite a lot along the way. Did you notice too what he said about 
Rudolph said, uh, asked who he was. He said, I'm a dentist. He didn't say my name's Herbie. I'm a dentist. See, he's already speaking his destiny. That's awesome. And then he, then he kind of comes back to reality. Well, okay, I'm not one yet. But, but actually, that's, that's why he's going to be a dentist. In my world, Herbie is a dentist right now because that's what happens after this movie. Okay. Um, now, they started to sing, uh, Why Am I a Misfit? And earlier, uh, earlier he's, he sings, um, you know, you can't fire me, I quit. You know, why am I such a misfit? That I just wanted to t- tell all of us, be careful, because this is, this is what the enemy wants us to do, is to believe the lies that you don't fit in, that you don't belong. Those are lies. And it, actually, you do belong, don't you? You do belong. You belong heart and soul, mind, everything to Jesus. Here is in John 17... Check this out. You belong to him and we belong to each other. I have given, this is Jesus, I have given them the glory that you gave me, Father, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So um, that's, yeah, John 17, 22 and 23. So the, that's the lie that you're a misfit and that you don't fit in. Now, understand you're not supposed to be a carbon copy of anybody, right? You're supposed to be uniquely you, but you do absolutely fit in to the one body of Christ. That's why later we're going to take communion because that's one of the big uh, symbolisms really of, of of communion is that because Christ died, we all belong to each other as one. Now, um, oh, check this out. Isn't this cool? Erin, um, where have you, oh, in the back earlier, um, she talked, not only did she talk about how her dreams got shattered or people tore her down and she almost lost her dreams until she came to kingdom training and found herself again. But um, also she mentioned in her testimony about learning her name. Remember? And she said her name meant bringer of peace. Not just for her, but everywhere she went for the whole room. That was awesome. Because, check this out. I actually looked up Rudolph's name and Herbie's name. I really did. Isn't this awesome? Holy Spirit does this all the time. I love it. Anyway. Your name is hugely important. Even for some of you who... Even, I will say this. Even if you didn't have parents who were believers, who prayed and said, God, what should we name our baby? You were, you were not named on accident. Okay? God, God's bigger than that. So find out a lot about what your name means. Um, but check this out. Rudolph means great and famous, resourceful, and loyal one. Oh my gosh, when you know the whole story, that's totally him. <laughs> Herbie, my point is, what if they knew this all along the journey? They kept remembering who they were, who they were. Herbie's name means shining soldier, glorious warrior, powerful protector. And Colossians 3.23 is his life verse. Whatever you do, work heartily for the Lord, not for, for people. He wants to be a dentist. I, I just, what, he, what he's going to do, he's going to do for God, not for people. And he's not afraid of man anymore. He got that fear of man thing done by putting it out there. Now, uh, Later on, for, for those of you who may not know your names, what they mean, I brought two names books. I use these all the time when I do baptisms and stuff. I find out what people's names means. 
I'm going to put them right here and here. You're welcome to look at them later, but you're going to keep them here and here so that others can look at it. And so I have those books later for the next time I do baptisms, right? So those don't wander away. Okay, thank you. But I do want you to look. I do. If you don't know what your name means, later on, check it out and start praying into it and saying, God, how is my name? You know, how is my name indicative of, of why I'm here, of what my purpose is? Some, a few names, I will just say this, a couple of names can seem negative. Very few, but there's a few of them that do. Don't be discouraged. Don't say, I knew it. See? No, no, no. If you look at, start looking at the flip side. Um, I, I, I won't get into it right now. Jacob, for example, supplanter. In one of the books, it says, it talks about, but the, the purpose, God actually changed him into an entire different person. And so you have to see that that's always God's plan is to flip everything for your good. So find out about your name. All right. So it is a good word. So, um, all right. This is what we're going to do. And for you kids that are here, you guys can do this too. So you're going to, we're going to, this is going to be interactive right now. Everybody take a deep breath. <sighs> okay. Just say, I can do this. All right, good. I knew you could. All right, because what I want us to do is I want us actually to um, get into either talk to one other person or groups of three at most. Yeah, no running away. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, Groups of two or three. This is not going to be long. We're only talking about, you know, 60 seconds each kind of stuff. I I just want you to be able to um, share something about yourself to the other person. If you know what your name means, tell them. If you, if you have a, a dream, something about yourself that's awesome, tell them. This is actually hard for us to do. We did this in our elder meeting where our elders had to spend quite a bit of time sharing about themselves. Every single person had a hard time with it, especially because we kept drawing out more of their greatness. But it's important that you understand that you have something of value. If you don't believe that, you won't walk in it. You have to believe how amazing you are. So it's going to help you to tell one or two other people, just share a little bit of why, about why you're amazing or something about your name or a dream that you have or a skill that you have, something that, that you enjoy doing, just something like that. Y'all, y'all getting it? This isn't going to take that long, but it's really important that you do this. So go ahead and pair up with somebody and twos is better than threes. Pair up with somebody and you have about 60 seconds. So go ahead. Just jump in. One of you jump in. Just as I have loved you. If you love each other, everyone will know you're my disciples. As I have loved you, so you love one another. This is how easy the gospel is. It's not about trying harder to love people. That doesn't work well. It's about receiving the love the way it really is. A father who adores you, a savior who wants you, receiving it, giving it away. That's the kingdom. Okay? What you freely received, you get to freely give away. What happens when we do that is that the world recognizes it's our love for each other where the world, world, excuse me, world recognizes that we belong to Jesus. The last clip I'm going to show you is of the Grinch. Because it is the love of the family that turns his heart around. Poo-poo to the hoos, he was grinchily humming. 
They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the Who's down in Whoville will all cry, Boo-hoo. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. She paused. And the Grinch put a hand to his ear. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow. He started in low, then it started to grow. sounded glad. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow stood puzzling and puzzling how could it be so it came without ribbons it came without tags it came without packages boxes or bags he puzzled and puzzed till his puzzle was sore then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Christmas came through, and the Grinch found the strength of ten Grinches, plus two. Come on. We got all kinds of feel-good stories tonight. Um, you know how I would describe that is love wins. 
Love wins. And it is, that's what Jesus said is, that's what made his puzzler puzzle was he couldn't figure that out. What is that love thing? And honestly, the world can't figure that out. Why would we have love for each other when, when, you know, we got to work through stuff and we can get on each other's nerves or whatever? Well, because it's a love that doesn't come from us. It comes from the Lord. And honestly, I've had, I've had many people, many more than I can count that have come into this family blazing fire and before they even know us they they say oh my gosh there was so much love in that place i could i could cut it with a knife it was so thick uh love is real it's a substance it's real and and that's what changes hearts it changes our hearts that's what people everybody in this world is longing to belong and to be part of something that's real that's loving and when they finally see the real thing they that's when they say i I think that's what I want. Don't know how to get it, but I want that. And of course, we know it's Jesus, right? It's just a relationship with Jesus. And um, we're going to take communion together to celebrate this together. This is actually in 1 Corinthians ten seventeen. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all share the one loaf. Um, so because of Christ, when you, when you say yes to Jesus, you and he become one, right? You guys all with me? You, Christ in you, the hope of glory. But if I'm one with Jesus, and you're one with Jesus, and you're one with Jesus, that makes us all one. We can't be one with him and not be one with each other. That just would never work. And um, we're going to take communion in just a moment. This is, let me just set it up for you. First of all, if you've never said yes to Jesus because maybe you didn't know how good it was. You didn't know how loving it was, how he said, I'm going to take all the junk from your life and I'm going to give you my life in exchange. Tonight would be a great time to do that because as you're celebrating communion, you can be saying in your heart, yes to Jesus. Yes, Jesus, I believe. I believe you died for me. I believe I'm free and I believe I get to love with your love now. So if that's what you need to do, please do. This is just a great night to do that. You can also talk with any, and myself, any of the elders. We'd love to pray with you later too. And um, we're, what, this is what we're going to do tonight. We've done this before. It's pretty cool when we do this. And we, we're going to get in a big old circle around the outside of the, of the sanctuary so that we can actually see each other and celebrate this as one big family. Okay? Um, so... Kids, everyone, um, you're all involved. You're all invited. So go ahead and stand and move to somewhere around the outside. You can leave your stuff where it is, but move somewhere around the outside of the church or along the wall. You know what? Yeah, let's just stand here for now. Just stand right here for now. Yeah, you're good. You'll be on this in a minute. Okay. So, go ahead and actually, you know what? Since there's so many of you in the back, keep spreading out a little bit so that we're even all the way around. Like even come this way, come up this way. We, we don't want to be alone up here. There you go. Awesome.
Perfect. Okay. Now, everybody, take a look around. Just, I, I know it's a little uncomfortable sometimes. You know, you know why that is? Is because we're not used to. When we're not used to interaction, we we sometimes want to avoid that. But but honestly, God, that was never God's plan. So look around the room, and look at all your brothers and sisters. Because look at how amazing they are. Look at all the all the colors, all the faces, all the ages. This is this is your brother and sister. We're going to be together forever. We are. Now, um, Jesus, this is why we're going to be together forever. Because the Father and Jesus, they worked out a plan. The Father said, I want all my kids with me. I want every last one of them with me. I want them at my banqueting table. Believe me, the banqueting table is going to be way better than a little bit of bread and a little bit of juice. I mean, way better. Way better. I'm looking forward to that. But he says, I want you all there. And because of that, Jesus was willing to go to the cross so that nothing would separate you from the Father, to pay for your sins so that nothing would separate you. So that's, that's why we get to be in this together. That's why we are brothers and sisters forever. Not someday, but right now and forever. When Jesus took the bread. No. So when Jesus took the bread, when he was with his disciples, he broke it and he said, this is my body that's broken for you. What he was saying is, is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay this price for you. I'll, I'll, myself will be broken so that you get to be whole. All right? And then he took the juice and he said, this is the, the uh, cup of a, of a new grace, a new covenant, which is sealed in grace. So what that means is the new covenant, because of his blood, everything's done for you. The only way into the kingdom is to say yes with what Jesus has done on your behalf, dying for you in your place. Together, I want to do something together. Could you, could you all hold hands now that you're closer? And we're going to uh, pray the Lord's Prayer together. We don't, haven't done that in a long, long time. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Yea, God. You're still all looking great. Did you know that? Really? Every single one of you made in the image of your creator. Breathtaking. Every single one of you. Breathtaking. That's the way heaven sees you. So enjoy that. We're going to, the elders are going to come and serve you. We're going to kind of go to four corners and just kind of slowly make our way person by person. 
we'll we'll have the bread and you can take the bread and dip it in the juice and then just take it right away as we come to you. Um, in the meantime, um, Joel's going to be leading us in some choruses, um, a cappella, right? So a cappella means just our voices. So um, he's going to pick some simple choruses. Even if you don't know, they should be simple enough where you can jump right in. So as you're waiting, please be singing, but also continue to enjoy your family. All right. And at the very end, I'll just pray a blessing. So um, elders, you can go ahead and get that. And Joel, I'm going to let you lead us right in. Go for it. Worthy is the Lamb, for you are holy, holy are you, Lord God Almighty. Worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, you are holy. Singing out, holy are you, Lord? Are you, Lord God Almighty? Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. You are holy, holy. Are you? Worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, you are holy, you're so holy, are you Lord God Almighty, worthy is the Lamb, worthy the Lamb. Amen. And hallelujah. Just lift up that name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
And Lord, we thank you. And Lord, we thank you. And Lord, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you. And tell him again. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Let it rain. Let it rain. Will you open the floodgates of heaven? Let it rain. Let it rain. Open the floodgates of heaven. In this place, let it rain. Let it rain, open the floodgates of heaven in my heart, Lord. Let it rain, let it rain, open the flood of heaven. Come and move, ask him. Come and move, open the floodgates of heaven. Come and move, come and move, open the floodgates of heaven. I exalt Thee, and I exalt Thee, and I exalt Thee, oh Lord, I Lord, I exalt Thee, O Lord. For Thou, O Lord, art high. You're above all the earth. 
earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. For thou, O Lord, art high above all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. Everybody lift it up. And I exalt thee. I exalt thee. I exalt Oh, Lord, and I exalt Thee, I exalt Thee, Yes, Lord, we do lift you up. We exalt you. Thank you, Father, that because of you, we get to be part of this family that you've always envisioned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so, God, would you give us the grace to keep walking this out? Would you give us the grace to receive your love the way it really is? And would you give us the grace to extend your love over and over and over again? to the people around us. Thank you, God. This is your plan, and you're the one, again, by your grace, that's going to make this happen as we keep saying yes to you. That is our heart's cry. Yes, 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 God. Yes to your plans. So um, I want to just bless you. I choose to bless you with the kingdom, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness. That means a perfect rightness with God because of Jesus. Peace, not just with your mind, but emotions, will, soul, everything. Shalom, shalom. Righteousness, peace, and joy, which is not about your circumstances, but it's about who you belong to in the midst of any of your circumstances. I declare over you righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, find someone on your way out, because you're going to go back and get your stuff. Just find someone to be kind to, to love on. Say something nice. You just learned all kinds of wonderful things, so you get to use it right now. And I bless you all in Jesus' name.